0: A very, very, very good morning to this Good Friday service, to one and all. Uh, I'm Hello. the duty GTL... elder. Oh, right, thank you. Um, I'm the duty elder, Brian. Uh, for those that haven't met me before, where have you been? Um, welcome to Thomas Risley Church Virtual. And uh, so uh, I have a number of notices. They're all available on our transformed website, uh, org. So I'll take them in reverse order. Starting next week, where we've got the pleasure of Dave Grimshaw leading our worship. That's on the 19th. Um, Sunday, which I think is in two days' time, we have our Easter Sunday service, uh, led by Stuart Nixon. Uh, And on the website, you'll find the Bible readings, um, a YouTube playlist, an order of worship, some material for the youngsters amongst us. uh, And, of course, it will be live fed for those that uh, wish to watch it later Uh, or can't manage yet to handle 8x8. So uh, later today, uh, we have the Churches Together in Birchwood Good Friday service from 3pm, and that's on Zoom. So all the connections for the Zoom service for the Churches Together are on our webpage. There's also a telephone number uh, and an ID that you'll need to use if you can't use the computer. Um from today's point of view, we're honoured to have Mr. Burroughs leading our service again. How great is that? Um, if you want to check the Bible readings, they are on, on the on the uh, web page. Uh, but as it says in, in the notes on the order of service, it's an opportunity to get your Bible out if you choose to do so. Um, we have material for today for the youngsters amongst us and a warning. This will be live fed. So uh, uh, whoever is on, you are now going global. Uh, Pam reaches across so um, and other resources are available on the site for this morning so there are the notices um, and oh, who's that oh Kevin I can uh, so the usual that from an administration point of view um, the um, everybody will be muted uh, throughout the service except those people who are speaking so if you are doing a reading if you would please Switch your mute off so everybody can hear what you're saying. That would be wonderful. Um, is it live
1: now?
0: Yes, it is live. Yes, it is live. All we right, can hear you right. clearly.
2: It's
0: all right, no problem, Jack. Welcome on board. Glad, glad to have you here. Okay, I, I thought I got mixed up like last night. <laughs> it's okay, so um, shall we continue? Uh, so, the Bible readings are not going to be on the, on the screen, uh, so feel free to follow them using your own devices or, dare I say, your own book, your own Bible itself. So, um, there's no Bible to be brought to the front of the church, albeit Pam has just very kindly brought one, so the Bible has been to the front of the church, uh, and um, so it's now to me to uh, hand over to Colin for our call to worship. Colin.
3: Good morning, everybody. I hope you can all hear me. Um, Please, if you can't, just let me know or stop me at any point. Um, Welcome. And it's great to see so many of you here on this good Friday morning. Um, As Brian says, there's some stuff on the website for the kids to do. One of them is a a, a rainbow that's um, a little bit different. It's a different way of making a rainbow. And the reason I'm highlighting it is because normally after the service, we would walk down to the mall. And instead of that, we were intending that people, as many people as possible, would perhaps put up a, a rainbow in their window. Um, my daughter's done ours already and it's already in the window. Um, and I think Locking Stump School did them when they broke up. And there's lots and lots of rainbows around. So if the kids or anybody fancies doing the rainbow, please do. There's also a cross um, on the website, which again is to be painted as a rainbow. Again, put it in your window if you can. It's just to celebrate where we are this Easter. Our call to worship comes from John. Chapter 3, verse 16. I think everybody knows this verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Easter. Good Friday. The day when Jesus died has such meaning and such relevance to us and such importance. Going to open a word of prayer and then Steve will lead us in the Lord's prayer so can we pray together. Father God, we just thank you for today. We thank you for all that it means we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for Jesus and the sacrifice he made for each one of us. Father, this world needs him now, needs you now. We pray, Lord, that you will just show yourself, reveal yourself in this world to people and that they may come to know you. We pray, Lord, that you will bless and bless us in our time together now, that you will lead us through your spirit in the words that we say, in the thoughts that we think and that we will hear your word bless this time lord and lead us we pray in jesus name
4: amen Amen.
3: Shall we say together the Lord's Prayer? Uh, I'm going to say the old version purely and simply because it's the one I can remember. Sorry, Colin. I think I've sorted my mic out. (laughs) I'll say it. Oh,
2: okay. (laughs) Sorry. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever.
3: Amen. It's now time for our readings. I believe the first one is David. Is David here?
2: He is. It's showing as if he might have a poor signal. I don't know if anybody else has got that reading to hand. I've got it if we want it. If you could
3: do that, please, Colin Watts. Thank you. Thank you, Colin.
2: The reading is Isaiah 53, verses 1 to 12. Who has believed our message, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected
3: thanks Colin and our second reading is with Stuart I believe
1: it's Mark chapter 15 verses 21 to 41 the crucifixion of Jesus a certain man from Cyrene Simon the father of Alexander and Rufus was passing by on his way in from the country and they forced him to carry the cross They brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. Then they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him. Dividing up his clothes, they cast lots to see what each would get. It was nine in the morning when they crucified him. The written notice of the charge against him read, the King of the Jews. They crucified two rebels with him, one on the right side, and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, so you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law mocked him among themselves. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those crucified with him also heaped insults on him. At noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama, samachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing near heard this, they said, listen, he's calling for Elijah. Someone ran, filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a staff and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes down, comes to take him down, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw how he died, he said, surely this man was the son of God. Some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, the younger, and of Joseph and Salome. In Galilee, these women followed him and cared for his needs. Many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem were also there. Amen.
3: Amen. Thanks, Stuart. I've always struggled with Good Friday. The very name confused me. It was the j- it's the day that Jesus died. Why is it good? Simply put, Good Friday is set aside for Christians to remember and mourn Jesus' death. It was on this day that religious leaders arrested Jesus for claiming to be the son of God and the king of the Jews. He sentenced Jesus to crucifixion, the highest form of criminal punishment at the time. He was then beaten, forced to carry a heavy wooden cross through cheering crowds, and finally nailed to the cross by his wrists and by his feet, where he hung until he died why is it good when I was young whenever we got to a good Friday it wasn't really a celebration it always seemed to be very flat it was a holiday but you didn't really feel like doing anything that you would normally associate with a holiday it was an excuse for the family to get together sadly we can't do that this time But it wasn't the same as easter sunday it was almost so flat you couldn't wait for the day to finish although the world recognizes good friday and perhaps i was part of the world then until i really became a christian i never really understood how much good friday mattered it's obvious really but you need to have faith to really understand it The truth is, without Good Friday, Easter Sunday couldn't happen. Without Good Friday, God's promise for us would never have happened at all. Friday leads to Sunday. You'll have all heard about that sermon. It's Friday, but Sunday's coming. Last night, those of us who attended the Tenebrae service will have heard the immediate build-up to jesus's fate on that day around 2000 years ago well let's just go back a bit further jesus is given sight to the blind he's healed the sick he's brought the dead back to life he's walked on water he's calmed storms he's fed thousands of people with no food he's performed many other miracles and yet people who may have been there To see all those things, or certainly some of them, on the day before his crucifixion, were screaming for his death. What had he done wrong? Why did he have to die? You could say to fulfill prophecy, but he really died for each one of us. He died so that we could live. He died because he loved us. He died to give us life. I think I think I may have had a number of hang-ups with Good Friday. First problem, how could someone who could work miracles die like this? Why didn't he just perform a miracle and get down? Second one, how could we treat him in such a way when all he'd done was good? Third one, he's got unlimited love for us, why can't I find it in my heart to love him? Fourth one. Who is he really? Was he the son of God? Five. The sacrifice. People accept your friends and your, your family may be dying in a war as being a sacrifice. This was totally different. Jesus went to the cross willingly to die willingly knowing he was going to die soldiers don't always know they're going to die they hope they come back but he knew exactly what was coming the manner of his death it was the worst possible way The cross itself two pieces of wood stuck together for my lord and savior is that really right It's difficult to accept that. It's difficult to accept any of those things. It's difficult to accept the cross. I think you have to come to a realisation of what Jesus did for you on your own. You can't be led by other people. Well, you can be led, but it can't be done for you by other people. No amount of action can save you. You have to come to accept Jesus' sacrifice as being for you. You have to accept his love for you personally. And if you choose to do this, then he is your salvation. Good Friday is the road to Jesus. Many years ago, I say many, it's maybe 12, 10, 12 years ago, I asked one of my kids to do a sketch in church uh, on the Sunday. You all know that I'm into the physical thing, the visual things, and that it makes life easy for me to understand. And Phil came up with a sketch that him and a lad called Danny Yates performed at the front of the church. Um, And I I know Phil couldn't perform it today and Danny couldn't perform it today, even though I'm sure if I've asked him nicely, they would. Um, But he gave me a, a summing up of the sketch and it probably helped me crystallize my faith. Once there stood a fence. On one side stood man, and on the other was God. God's side of the fence was beautiful. Man's was too. God invites man over to his side of the fence, but man decides, before he does, he's going to eat an apple. Then he throws the core of the apple on the floor. Then he eats another and another. He eats and drinks as much as he can and everything he's finished with, he just throws all around him. The ground is completely full of rubbish. It completely ruins his side of the fence. And eventually it blocks his view into God's side. He's so consumed by the garbage he's created. He forgets God even exists. Then one day, God wears a disguise and climbs over the fence. He has a bin bag and starts to clean up the mess. The man gets angry and asks God to stop and put everything back the way it was because he's so used to the way he's living. But God continues to clean. The man gets angrier. And starts to physically assault God for changing his side of the fence, insisting that his side doesn't need changing and takes a fence that God thinks it does. He finally gets so angry that he takes hold of one of God's hands and he nails it to a cross, telling him, as he does, drop the garbage bag. God refuses. God continues to try and clean up the garbage, even with one hand tied. The man gets really angry now and nails God's other hand to the cross. Even that did not stop God trying to help as he used his feet to try and clean the garbage. The man finally grabbed hold of both feet and nailed them to the cross as well. Eventually, God is crucified, holding the garbage the man is left on his knees with greed and gluttony and sin. God cleaned it up, all just to remind us another life exists with him on the other side of the fence. A beautiful life with no rubbish. All we have to do is to make the decision to go the way God cleared. God's disguise was Jesus. Even getting the short resume from Phil this week made that sketch just fresh in my mind again. And I have to tell you, I cried because I realized that it was for me. And it's my sin that's putting him on the cross. It's our sin that's put him on the cross. It is personal. It is as simple as that. When rachel um, sent the music list out to me i asked her to add one song to it it's a song by a guy called Derek bond who you will heard of me talking about before the service but the words are fabulous the words are this at the foot of the cross i can hardly take it in that the king of all creation Was dying for my sin and the pain and the agony and the thorns that pierced your head and the hardness of my sinful heart that left you there for dead and oh what mercy I have found at the cross of Calvary I will never know your loneliness all on account of me and I will bow my knee before your throne because your love has set me free. And I will give my life to you, dear Lord. And praise your majesty. If you've never heard that song before, please go and listen to it. It's on the web. It's on our streaming system. Um, the words are so meaningful. The sacrifice he made was for me the sacrifice he's made today is for you it is personal it is something to remember and it is the most important day amen
4: let's pray together for our friends our family our country Father God, as we remember your sacrifice giving up your son for our sin we pray Lord for for our friends for our family, for those in our community to whom that means nothing the ones who are happy with the life as it is and don't see a need for a saviour. For the ones that are unhappy with life as it is, but can't see a way out. Lord, even although we're all confined to our homes or limited to where we can go, help us to be your light in our community. Help us to point people towards you. Lord, we pray for our country. We pray for our world. We pray for our world leaders trying to decide how best to tackle this virus that's spreading around the globe. We pray that you'll give them wisdom. We pray that they'll listen to you, to the advisors that they'll make sound decisions. Lord, we pray thanks for all the people working to try and keep life as normal as possible, for the people in the shops, for the delivery workers, for the postal workers, for all those trying to keep things as normal as they can be. And we pray, Lord, for the the medical services, the medical staff, looking after people who are ill. Lord, we know that some people who get this illness are okay. And we thank you that they are. And we thank you that they've recovered. We know that some people get quite ill or seriously ill. And we thank you for the care they receive. And we thank you for when they recover. And Lord, we know that sadly many people don't recover and we pray Lord that you will be with their families whilst they grieve and particularly the the extra pain of not being able to be with their loved one at that final moment so Lord this Good Friday as we remember your sacrifice and we think about Jesus' death Help us also to remember that death is not the end. It might be Friday, but Sunday is coming. Lord, help us to be that encouragement to our friends, that support to our families. your light in the lives of others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Colin. Uh, Before I lead us all in the grace, I'd like to read something that I've always loved for many years, but it's particularly relevant to what today is and what Colin's just said. So I shall read it. They took him down his poor dead body and prepared him for his burial. They took him down his poor pale body, drained of life, ashen and stained with its own life's blood. His healing hands now pierced and still, serving hands that broke five loaves to feed five thousand, holy hands often folded in fervent prayer, poor gentle hands now pierced and still. His poor torn feet now bloody and cold, feet that walk weary miles to bring good news to broken hearts, feet once washed in penitent tears, His poor torn feet, now bloody and cold. His kingly head, made for a crown, now crowned with thorns. His poor kingly head, crowned with thorns. His piercing eyes, now dark and blind. Eyes of compassion, warring the soul. Fiery eyes, burning at sin. Tender eyes, beckoning sinners his piercing eyes now dark and blind. His matchless voice, fountain of the father's thoughts, stopped and still, to speak no more. Silence now, where once had flowed wisdom and comfort, spirit and life, his matchless voice stilled to speak no more. They took him down, his poor dead body, prepared him for his burial so we buried him and we thought that was the end but it was only the beginning let's say the grace together as we say may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all
2: evermore